and welcome to Good Mom, Bad Words. I am your host, Therese. I'm eating snacks, so it's going to sound real asmr I'm going to try to eat them when I'm not recording, but I didn't really get to eat dinner today. My kids went to bed really easily, and my son, he needed a couple of things done for school. My oldest son, he's 12. He needed some things done for school. He needed some paper signed for school. I got distracted. Then all of a sudden, I just started watching TV. And then all of a sudden, it was like 9.30. And I was like, oh, shit. I was supposed to record a podcast. And also, I'm hungry. So I just grabbed this bag of snackity snack mix. <laughs> something called like that. Something It's called something like that. And now we're just hanging out together while I snack off off recording off recording i won't do it on recording probably um so i figured i would kind of get on here and just kind of have like a let's chat kind of do some talking about hobbies that i'm talk thinking about doing talk about some of the things i've been learning from my therapist and just from some heavy meditating like I've been meditating every single night or trying to and it's been deep like hard like I'm getting way too far into my soul I think some nights where I'm just like whoa that was too much but I've been learning a lot so I figured we would talk about that talk about some hobbies talk about you time we do that some every few episodes we talk about how important it is to have me time just by yourself not momming time not dadding time just you time with yourself hanging out. So, we're going to talk a little about that. Alright, let's go. I hope you guys had a really good break. Um, I sure did. I found out that the name of my snackity snack is called Snacky Snack Mixy Mix. <laughs> and it's by Imperfect Foods, which I get every week um, for my family because... Uh, they send me really, like, fruits and vegetables and, like, really nice snacks and fun stuff like that. Except for it's all much cheaper. Um, it's either an overage, like, overstocked, or the fruits and veggies have, like, scars on them or something like that. But it's all edible, or they're, like, shaped weird. But it's all edible. It's all still super good. Never had an issue with any of it. And, um... Yeah, so that's where I got this from. This is not sponsored, by the way. I'm just bragging about my snacky snack mixy mix <laughs> by Imperfect Foods. Um, anyways, so I hope you guys had a beautiful little break with my lovely commercial that I really need to re-record at some point. Um, but yeah, so I've decided that I'm going to really start focusing on my hobbies and the things that I like to do. I'm a really creative person, and I feel like for the last probably two years, sorry, I had to yawn, um, the last, like, two years, I've definitely been feeling really not like myself because I haven't been doing anything creative for me because since August of last year, I've base or August of two years ago, I've basically been focusing on things for the kids, focusing on things for our family, focusing on work, focusing on my husband, and I haven't really been focusing on, like, my hobbies. Like, I've been amping everybody else up, but I haven't really been focusing on me, 
So, when I was talking to my therapist, I was like, what do you think, like, what do you think would help me feel more like myself? And she was like, I think you need to start doing more things for you. Stuff that you enjoy. Like, I don't want to hear about what happened at our next session. Like, I don't want to hear about what you did for the kids. Like, of course you're doing things for the kids. We already know that. But what did you do for you? And that is such a weird question. Like, just act like you didn't hear that question. And I look you straight in your eye and I say, how are you? That's so great. What did you do for you this week? Can you answer that? Oh my fucking gosh. I cannot answer that. Like, anytime someone's like, what did you do for you this week? And I'll be like, took slept for four hours. Uh, ate snacky snack mixy mix. Um, like, I don't, I literally can't think. Like, sometimes I don't even shower for myself in a week. Like, I mean, granted, I have showered pretty much every day. <laughs> I can't say every day. That would be a lie. But I've showered pretty much every day for the last couple of months. Since my children have been older, I've been able to actually, like, groom myself like a normal human being. But in the beginning, pandemic time, when my son came home, oh, my gosh, no. I probably didn't shower for two weeks at one point. I probably wore the same sweatshirt for a week. Like, it was so hard and so much trying to, like, wake up at 4.30 in the morning after having been up four times throughout the night and taking care of a toddler, like, no. So, I don't even know what I do for myself, like, nothing. I have a lot of things in my home that resemble my former life before my children and their hobby tools, basically. Like, I have paints and I have markers and sketchbooks and I have my cricket and I have my shirt stuff that I I used to make shirts and like just all sorts of stuff because I am very artsy so I used to paint and just craft and like just everything I tried so hard to take away the pain I had from you know other problems that I was going through and threw them into hobbies because I didn't have anyone else to take care of, and also I was pretty lonely. My husband worked um, third shift at the time, and he wasn't really home that much. I was home, or he when he was, he was sleeping, and I was bored, so I just needed an outlet, and I found hobbies. Well, now I've got two little minions that i got to take care of. I've got an older son that I have to take care of, and I'm just not able to do those hobbies the way that I'd like. So I decided that I was going to start throwing myself into my hobbies, throwing myself into the things that made me feel good while also continuing on the same path that I am with my kids and giving my all to them. So the weekends are now Teresa's hobby weekends. And at our house, I will be starting part-time again at my job. So I'll be working out in the afternoon. So I'll have some more time in the morning to kind of do some stuff for me. And once me and the kids get on a schedule, I'm going to start dedicating some weekday time to myself as well. But as of right now, I've decided that the weekends are mine. I'm going to pick Saturday or Friday nights and Saturdays to do something for me that I enjoy doing that is fun. Like after the kids go to bed. I'm going to throw myself into that stuff. So I won't have to be worried about how much sleep I'm getting. 
and I can just kind of like throw myself into hobbies. And then on Sundays, I'm going to be recording with my sister for our Good Aunt Bad Words uh, segment on our new YouTube channel that will be hitting on Saturday. Um, what is Saturday? August 23rd? Um, is today the, oh, that's not true. I can't do my, I don't even know what day it is. I'm not even going to lie to you. Let's see. I can find out. It is. Oh my gosh, literally. Oh, it's the 19th. Oh my gosh, I thought it was the 21st. Um, it will be hitting the 21st. That's probably why that date was in my mind. It'll be hitting the 21st. So, I'll be going to my sister's house on Sunday so I can figure that out and record with her and have so much fun doing that. I get to eat lunch with my sister, which honestly, it's just so nice and fun and relaxing to just, like, leave my kids with my husband for just a couple of hours, go to my sister's, and just not even worry about the kids and just be, like, eating lunch that's warm that we just cooked together or order or whatever and we just kind of like hang out and eat food without children trying to eat our food i mean her dog might ask and her cat may get in my face but my children won't be having their snotty hands inside of my you know salmon or like meals that i want like not chicken nuggets like not chicken nuggets that's deep guys like that's serious news when i'm telling you that i get to eat a whole lunch that's not chicken nuggets or like the two chicken nuggets my daughter didn't eat that I eat while I'm taking her dishes to the kitchen. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know, I'm just excited and I've been really working on myself and my mental health and we I had an episode a few episodes back that was <clears throat> really dove really quite deep into how my anxiety's been and like I thought that was an important episode because when I first started filming, or filming, when I first started recording that episode, I didn't intend for it to be as deep and as serious as it was, but if you listen to that episode, the it's anxiety, it's the anxiety episode, it was just a couple of episodes back, if you listen to it, I get interrupted by my children who are sick, and then I had a panic attack like, right before I started re-recording, and that was because I was so nervous about how sick my kids were that I ended up doing that episode, and it was, like, way deeper than I expected it to be. However, I'm really glad that I did that because listening to that episode over for myself which I do often when I record these, I listen to them myself. I want to make sure I don't say anything accidentally offensive or um, I'm saying things that are factual and as best of an educated guess or, you know, fact that I can give you. But when I re-listen to my episodes, it's really therapeutic for me and it really makes me realize, like, where I'm at. And you can sometimes hear in my voice how my voice will change from my mood to mood and, like, where I'm at in my day. And I've been really focusing on the things that are making me feel anxious. And they're not really fun to think about. But I've also been focusing on what's causing the anxiety. And the feeling of the anxiety. And that has been a complete game changer. Because when I feel that warmth in my chest, 
I'm now able to trigger, like, a better and more positive response. Like, if I feel it coming and I'm worried about something, I'm able to, like, put a different narrative in my head and say, like, everything's okay and you're going to be all right or this is not something you need to overthink about or say it out loud. I do that a lot, especially if I'm with my husband, like say it out loud and then I'll just tell my husband what's going on. And that's been really therapeutic as well. Like he's able to tell me, I think we talked about this, like what sounds irrational and what doesn't. So that's been really helpful. And I've just been really trying to fill myself with more positive thoughts and positive vibes. And I feel like I'm in a place now where I can actually take some time for myself and create something positive and just manifest more positive things in my life and make myself feel a lot better. And so I am a hundred percent going to dedicate myself to starting some hobbies. I've got some merch that I want to start making, which I'm really excited about some different, um, shirts and just like sarcastic mom stuff that I just cannot wait to share with you guys. It's going to be a lot of fun for me. Um, and I can't wait to share some of that with you guys. Ugh, it's gonna, I'm so excited about it. I have some really cool things in my brain that I cannot wait to get on paper and like re- made in real life. Like I'm really excited about it. But also I've already been in like this really positive mood. Like I'm excited to do all these things, but I'm also already in a really good space. Which, it's not going to last forever. This is kind of, like, the high you get after you start, like, recognizing the issues that you have. Like, nothing's going to just go away. But now that I've figured out the issues that I'm having and, like, that I can control situations and the outcomes that, like, come out of them, like, I don't have to have a panic attack. I can actually catch myself feeling anxious and say, like, okay, there's nothing to feel anxious about. Do this or do that. Um, there's this song that I sing. It's a really old song, and I'm 31. I'm going to be 32 in December. My favorite band when I was, like, 13 years old was Good Charlotte, okay? Like, Good Charlotte, Bowling for Soup, Sum 41, like, those were, like, my thing. Simple Plan, oh my gosh, Simple Plan. Like, Good Charlotte and Simple Plan, I probably owned every album that they came out with. I listened to all their music. And it's just, like, one of those things that if I hear any of their songs, I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is talking about my life. Like, I loved it. Well, now as an adult, when I get anxious or stressed out, because I've always used music to, like, help boost my mood, or, like, I've related to music like it was a friend. Seriously, like, I wish I was joking, but I'm... Actually, I don't wish I was joking. I really love that I did that. It's my favorite coping mechanism. But I have always used it like that, that when I hear one of those songs, I just feel so comforted. And so when I'm going through a moment where I, this is going to sound silly, I'm sure, but when I'm going through a moment where I'm feeling extra anxious or I know I'm about to get anxious and I just need to remind myself that everything's going to be all right, there's this song called Wardolf Worldwide. It's so hard to say. I'm terrible at speech, obviously. (laughs) And, um, the beginning goes, everything's going to be all right now. Everything's going to be all right. And I sing that to myself like 57,000 times a day. 
probably Good Charlotte's first album that they ever came out with. I was probably like 11 or 12 when that album came out. And I literally love it so much. And that song is like the one thing. And if I'm going through like a panic attack, like my husband will even put that song on. Like YouTube. And I will just like instantly just feel like start singing it. It's like put it in my head. And it makes me feel so much better. So much better. I don't know if any of you have a song or like a hobby or just like a phrase or something that you say in your head that you're just like instantly starts to help you calm down but that's my thing like when I die and my children are talking about like my inspirational quotes I'm literally that's gonna be on my my tombstone it's gonna say like everything's gonna be all right now everything's gonna be all right like literally like my kids are gonna quote that probably by like next year like I sing it all the time but it's just one of those things sometimes I sing it goofily when I'm just stressed out like externally need to say something out loud but usually I just sing it to myself but I love it I love that I have that and I love that I just now recognize that I have that because I've been doing that for a really long time singing that phrase and I never really realized I did that until recently. I've been, like, when I tell you that I've been, like, doing guided meditation to a point where I'm, like, really thinking of positive things and really putting myself into the guided meditations and I'm really reading about anxiety and I'm really talking to my therapist about real things that I can do for myself. Like, I am not joking. I've done this stuff. And it is working for me. And it won't work for everyone, of course. And maybe it will. And You know, everybody's way of figuring out, like, who they are and what they're going through is different. And mine is still in the beginning stages. And I'm, like I said, I'm definitely probably in the high of, like, realizing that I'm capable of, of noticing my emotions and doing something about them and not overreacting or overthinking. But I'm really happy that I'm a- that I'm showing myself I'm able to do it. And I'm still having hard moments. Like, today I googled how to buy a house with bad credit for, like, 35 minutes on my break. I just got hyper fixated on it. And I don't even want to buy a house right now. And I also don't want... I'm getting... My credit's getting better. My husband's credit's getting better and whatever. But, like, I'm not trying to buy a house right now. I'm not trying... We're, that's not even in our radar right now. It's not even a possibility, and it's not what we're looking at, but I did that for 30 minutes, and then I started to realize I was hyperfixating on that, and I wanted to enjoy my break, and I only had, like, 20 minutes left of my break, and I was like, no, I'm going to sing my song. Maybe I'll play it on my radio, which I did, and then I ate my lunch because I had been avoiding eating my lunch because I got too hyperfixated on that. And then I, like, ate my lunch and sat in quiet and put music on. And it was, like, so relaxing and nice. But I was able to actually recognize that I was going into, like, a hole that was going to make me depressed. And I needed to not do that. And it was just, like, it was really hard. And, like, I've been talking to my husband. I'm sorry I'm saying I am, like, a a lot. I do must do that when I'm tired. Um... I was, if you hear snoring, it's my dog, it's my dog, he's snoring like crazy right now, um, I realized when I was talking to my husband about, like, wanting to get my hobbies back in order, I was, like, really genuinely, like, 
sad that I hadn't been able to do them. Like, I love painting. I showed my therapist... This is not a joke. I I showed my counselor, like, my actual paintings from, like, two years ago. Sorry, I'm looking at them and I got distracted. I showed my paintings from, like, two years ago, um, from maybe three years ago. I haven't really been painting in probably the last two years. And I showed them to her and I was so proud of them. Like... I had gotten mixed results from other people, but, like, I was so proud of them. I loved them. And looking at them now, after having done them three years ago, I still love them. They make me very proud of myself. They make me feel really good. And I really want to do more things like that for myself. Like, who doesn't? Who doesn't want to do fun things? Like, things that make you feel good. Like, I'm not really a person who, like, wants to go hang out with a bunch of people. I'm not really someone who wants to go do a bunch of things and, like, travel, and I'm not that person. Like, I want to travel with my kids, and I want to give them fun experiences, and I want to do, like, fun things, but I'm not really a person who wants to, like, do that by myself. That's not a hobby of mine. I'm not someone who wants to, you know, go shopping and buy a bunch of clothes, and that's not really a hobby of mine. Like, I love helping people, I love making people smile, and I love painting and being creative and, like, doing just fun crafts. Like, I love making something I can be proud of and, like, putting out my soul, like, putting out the colors that I feel in my body that day or just something of that nature. And I'm just so excited to get back into it because I think it's going to be a really good experience for me to actually make something with my own hands and it might not even be good at first but I'm still gonna want to do it because it's fun and it's relaxing and I'm just like really excited to finally have a hobby again or a couple who knows what I'm gonna like right now I'm I've got a couple of things on my sleeve of what I want to try but who knows what I'm gonna like I've been really into like this minimalist art which It's going to sound crazy weird to some people, but it's, like, it's very therapeutic. I love that word right now, therapeutic. I've been saying that a lot. I'm probably not even using it right because I don't know how to fucking talk, but, you know, whatever. I'm just feeling really good. I've kind of been avoiding people for about a week. My family. Not really, like, avoiding them. Kind of. But I haven't really been visiting with a lot of people. I've been really, like, taking a break. Like, I didn't really FaceTime my mom much this week. I mean, I will again. Like, obviously, I FaceTimed her today. But I haven't really been doing that with a lot of people. I kind of took some time for myself to really self-reflect. And it's been hard, like I said. But it's been the best idea I ever had. Like the best idea I've ever had. I took a break and just focused on me, focused on how I was feeling, made some decisions for my family with just me and my husband. I didn't ask for input from anyone else. I just decided that I was going to do something and it worked really well and I feel really good about it. And I'm excited to go back to part-time even though it's going to be a little bit weird. And I feel really bad that my kids aren't going to go to school anymore. But financially, it's just not the best option for us right now. And also, 
they are immune compromised, so they have been not feeling 100% a lot lately, and I just want to keep them safe and not sick all the time, and maybe we'll go back to school in a year, and they're a little bit older, and their immune systems are a little bit better, and I'm not going to keep my kids in the house all the time, I'm not that mom, I'm also not the mom that is um, unaware that, you know, child care centers and things are actually pretty good for kids when they're younger because it helps them build their immune system. I'm not oblivious to that stuff, so my kids aren't going to be in a bubble. Um, I want them to play in the dirt and all that kind of stuff, but I do think that right now, with them being as young as they are, I want to be a little bit more in control of what they're around, um, and I want to be a little bit more in control of their education, things they're learning. I just want to be the one that's there, especially my oldest daughter, well, my daughter, my oldest little, um, she has some behavioral issues, but they're not really behavioral. I mean, they are, they cause bad behaviors, but she's just got some things going on emotionally and mentally, like we all do, that I want to really help her work through. And unfortunately, when it comes to social emotional health, not all child cares, I'm not going to say that they're all bad at this, but not all of them are really good at helping children learn how to regulate their emotions without making them feel poor or bad for having those feelings. Sorry if the end of that part just sounded weird. Um, My son had a nightmare, and my little son, my little, and I heard him screaming so I went in there and he was having a pretty bad dream I assume because it took a minute for him to wake all the way up and then we had to cuddle for a minute so but yeah so I'm really passionate about social emotional health especially in children um which is maybe why I'm starting to get a little bit passionate about it in myself but social emotional health is like and development is super important for kids to learn how to regulate their emotions, express how they're feeling, get a sense of self and understand themselves without feeling like bad kids. Instead, they're realizing that they have bad choices sometimes. They make bad choices, but bad choices do not make you a, a bad kid. Making a bad choice doesn't mean you're a bad person. Doing a bad thing doesn't mean you're a bad person. Is the intention behind it, the ability to not do it again, or the ability to learn from a circumstance, those are the things that make us who we are. And I really want to help my kids learn how to love themselves, even through their flaws, and I want them to learn that they're not bad just because they're making poor choices. I actually don't call them bad choices in my house very often. I tend to use the word poor. Um... I feel like bad just has this connotation behind it that just around it that just makes it feel like very negative so I kind of use the word poor but that's just a me thing as long as you're parenting and love your kids I don't care how you what you say and who you say it to as long as your children are happy healthy and feeling loved at the end of the night that's all that matters but when you have children who have you know some behavioral opportunities or developmental opportunities or anything of that nature and 
you're trying to educate yourself on stuff, you're definitely going to do it a different way. And every child's going to be different. So me saying that I use the word poor, that just works better for my family. But don't ever think that I'm judging how you do it because I don't really give a shit as long as you feed your kids. <laughs> like, make sure that your children are fed <laughs> if they'll eat and take care of them and make them feel loved. I don't give a crap how you do it. Just do it, you know? But I use the word poor and I just want my kids to feel like they can love themselves even through bad things, bad times. Because it's so important, especially as an adult who has dealt with anxiety and depression and things like that. Sometimes it's hard to love yourself through the hard stuff. Sometimes it's hard to love yourself through your mistakes. Sometimes when bad things happen to us, negative things happen to us. We feel like we're being punished for something because we haven't forgiven ourselves for something that's happened. When other people have. I actually gave a speech to the kids that I teach today. This, I teach school-agers currently. Um, I'll be part-time teaching school-agers soon, but um, they're all in school, so it works out perfectly. And I told these kids, they were like very, they got in trouble they had a moment where they made poor choices and they were being very disrespectful and interrupting and being very loud when parents were coming in the room and things like that. And when they realized that they were in trouble, they all kind of started getting like bummed out. Okay. Well then I decided that after I talked to them about the mistake they made and why they shouldn't do it and what the consequence could be and whatever, we were going to move on. Okay. We were moving on. We were going on to the next thing. So we started going on to the next thing. And I realized that all these kids have their faces. They're all bummed out and they're all feeling angry and upset. And I looked at all of them and I said, fix your faces because the second that I tell you what you did wrong, I already forgave you. The second that I tell you, Hey, that was a poor choice. You need to make a different choice next time. Here's a better choice you could make next time. Do you understand why you're having this consequence? The second that I tell you that, I forgive you. Now, if you're upset and sad right now, then you need to forgive yourself. And I said that without thinking at all, like... Yeah, obviously, like, I, and I told him, I was like, I love you guys through all the bad choices and poor choices that you make, through all the mistakes that you make, I, well, I love you guys, I'm here for you, I'm here to teach you, I'm here to make sure you're safe, I forgive you for all the things that you do, I'm here for you, now just be here for yourself, like, I said it just so obvious, like, obviously, this is how this works. And then when I came home, I kind of thought about that, and the kids seemed a lot happier afterwards, and I'm sitting here thinking, like, why the hell can't I say this to myself? So, that's what I've decided. When I make poor choices, or I've made mistakes, and I do, I beat myself up for those things quite often, I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah, I'm going to forgive myself for the things that I did. 
They might not have even been that bad. They probably weren't. Not really that bad of a person. But I'm going to learn to love myself through my flaws, through my mistakes, and I want my kids to feel that way too. So, hopefully this part-time will give me a little bit more time to meditate, a little bit more time to do hobbies, and a little bit more time to help my kids with their social-emotional help. I think I rambled a little bit at the end because I thought I heard one of my kids crying. I got a little bit distracted. Then I stared then I stared at my snacky snackity snack mix mix mixy mix or whatever it's called. And then I got really distracted while I was talking, so I'm sorry if that rambled a little bit at the end. Hopefully it made a little bit of sense. My brain is crazy. I have to get up in about seven hours, so I am getting off here to go to bed. But I definitely wanted to do a podcast today. Just kind of tell you where I'm at. I have a couple of really positive, fun, upbeat things I want to talk to you guys about this weekend. So I'll probably be posting a couple more times, um, at least one more time this week. And um, stay tuned because I would like to do a podcast with my sister on Sunday again. Another episode. I think that would be really fun if she's into it or if she's got anything she wants to talk to me about. But if not, we might not. But we're definitely going to be recording a video. Please check out Good Mom Bad Words on YouTube and subscribe. There's no videos up there yet. However, we will be posting our first video on Saturday morning is the plan. As long as my computer doesn't crash again. Because it did that already. But it should be up on Monday or on Saturday morning. And I'm really excited about it. I can't wait to do it. Um, it'll be a good time. So definitely check that out. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Good Mom Bad Words. You'll be able to see sneak peeks from episodes of Good Mom Bad Words, episodes of good aunt bad words and just some fun little cute clips of me and my kids so i hope you guys have a decent day today and every day as always thank you for listening and we will talk soon hey guys thank you for listening to my episode i hope you enjoyed it please don't forget to follow me on my instagram at good mom bad words on my facebook at good mom bad words and on my tiktok where you can find silly videos of my kids and i tiktok is also at good mom bad words thank you guys for listening and hope you have a decent day goodbye